Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Drew's Drake in the building, and I'm joined by Mr. Danny Domino, a.k.a. Antoine Daniel L., as I've, as I've been informed by the by the listening populace. And, you know, if he's here, you know what time it is. You know what day it is. It is our pick em pod. But before we get into it, Antoine, how you doing, my guy? I'm doing good. And Antoine Randall, got to give a shout out to my man, Tramp. Uh, happy to have you listen, my guy. Okay, look forward to uh, getting the Snapchat. Uh, me too, man. I, I, it, it, it warms my heart. And I got a lot of when Jordan, you know, sends a little love with the snaps. Same thing with Cam. Sends a little gifts in the uh, in the group chat too. But we love them, but we don't love them as much as we love making the folks some money. Danny, right. you take us away real quick. Where do you want to go first? Drake, I say we both come out hot and heavy here. Ooh, I want to start with our double down. Going to Charlottesville, Virginia. I'm taking the Fighting Irish minus six. Um, I've been on them the last couple weeks. I would be on this over as well. Some people might have some information on Brennan Armstrong, whether he's playing or not. Um, rumors are a little murky there. Um, but Notre Dame minus six, minus six and a half, whatever they are, anything under a touchdown. Um, I think they go go to Virginia and they roll. Um, Virginia's played three good teams this year. They lost by 20, 20, and 17. If Brennan Armstrong isn't playing with how this Notre Dame team's rolling, I don't see it. Uh, I don't see this train stopping here. I see it keeping ball moving. Notre Dame minus six. I think you're on the same page here. Danny, you're right. Uh, this actually is officially our double down of the weekend. Notre Dame minus six and a half, primarily because all indications are that Brandon Armstrong, he suffered a rib injury last week uh, against, I want to say, who they play? Do you remember BYU. Who? They played BYU. BYU and it, was a, it was a basketball score. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a 66 to 56 kind of game, man. And they've been preparing actually all week to start the game without him. So to me, this line I don't think, I don't think has adjusted as of yet because if that news actually did come out, I would say this would be like a minus ten kind of line, primarily because Brent Armstrong is that important to this offense. Dude, and also, he's, he's very good. And also with Virginia, their run defense is abysmal. And Notre Dame has two two bell cows and Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree. And the last time I bet against Notre Dame, uh, when they faced a bad run defense and UNC, I got burned. So we are not doing that again. We are taking Notre Dame my six and a half. Fellas, ladies, ride with the boys for the official double down of the week is Notre Dame minus six and a half. And quite frankly, I think that's the best play moving forward. So yeah, Daniel. I, I, absolutely, I absolutely love this play. Oh, I think it's I think it's the best play of the week. Yeah. That's why it's, that's why it's a double down. <laughs> Great point. Next, you know, um, I'm going to go out west for the next couple picks here. Um, I'm going to start with Nevada plus three. I don't think San Diego State is that good. Um, I've been fading the last couple weeks. And this Nevada offense can score. And San Diego State, they're going to have problems scoring. Um, I said that against Fresno State, and they lost. They lost thirty to twenty last week. They beat a bad Hawaii team on the island, seventeen to ten. I love this Wolfpack squad. Plus three, I think, even at minus one fifteen, I think it's worth all of the juice. Um, I just don't think San Diego State has the juice offensively, even though, as I've said before, 
they have the best punter in the country, uh, which is pretty electric to watch. But no one bets on a game for their punter. Give me Nevada plus three, not minus three. I see that down there. Ooh. Um, Nevada plus three. Absolutely love it. Yeah, sorry, folks, about that. It's been a long day. I'm not gonna lie to you. I had a I had a two a day today because as I've been saying, you know, for the past few weeks, your boy needs to get in shape to fit in a suit <laughs> for his boy's wedding that's coming go. in December. So yeah, trust me. Ooh, like when Danny sent me these videos and he's like, "Did you get Did you get yours today? Your sweat equity?" I got. He, I'm always sending back up that I did. But Nevada plus three, the San Diego State. I mean, they're a good team. They're great defensively. That punter actually, to me, is so good. They actually, he might actually get drafted in the first five rounds. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised if he, dude's a beast. He's really good. Uh, but I agree with you here. Um, I don't pick teams based on punters. And Nevada, I'm a huge fan of Carson Strong. I think he's a damn good quarterback. I think Jay Norvell has a really tight ship over there. So I'll ride with you in Nevada plus three. So folks, ride with the boys. Take Nevada plus three regular pick. I don't think anything else right now. Honestly, at that level of plus three, I'm actually might take the money line too as well. That's me being a little greedy. So if you want to be okay. a little more a little more reckless like I am, take Nevada plus three and take the money line plus 124. If you want to be like disciplined Danny over here, take Nevada plus three. Now, Danny, where are we off to? Got to give a little shout out to my boy Tanner Cooljan, though. He was actually the starting punter at San Diego State last year. So, you know, you could say my boy's better, but hey, we won't go there. Next, I'm going to stay out west. I'm going to go up to Corvallis. Um, absolutely love the Beavs in this situation. Um, Oregon State minus 12 and a half against Stanford. Stanford looks terrible, which is very odd from a Dave Shaw team. Um, Oregon State. If they win this game, they're five and three on the year right now. Gives them the bowl eligibility. It's a home game. I expect, I expect the beefs to come out here pretty strong and uh, beat up on a bad Stanford team. I, I absolutely love Oregon State minus twelve and a half. So Stanford actually was a team I took against Oregon, and they actually gave when they when they got the one loss and actually won me a lot of money. My only concern is I like Oregon State a lot. I took them, I think, against USC. I think it was the one game when we went to head-to-head. And yeah, that they was um, Washington State, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah, it might have been Washington State. Yeah, and they won outright. Um, yeah. To me, this is a game I'm going to stay clear from, primarily one. I've noticed one one conference I'm actually pretty, to like, in lack of a better term, abysmal at is the Pac-12. I'm not even going to lie to you. So I'm actually going to steer clear from this game. I like Stanford a lot on the spot, too. I think they're a team that... Plays really well on twelve and a half. I don't see the value in riding with Oregon State. If they if it was ten, if it was ten, maybe. But I think this number is a little bit too high for me personally. I know Stanford's bad, but I just if I'm not hundred percent committed to it, I'm not gonna take it. Don't but take as, it. We, but as we always say, gambling exactly. And I'm gonna send all my positive vibes to you because I love seeing my boys make some money, and you're the VP to my presidency of, as the United States of Units over here. So folks, yes, take Oregon State minus twelve and a half. Ride with Danny. Danny Dimes, Danny Unit, Antoine Daniel at Oregon State, minus 12 and a half is the pick. Now, Danny, where are we off to next? I'm going to start gradually making our way back to the east here. Um, I'm going to make a stop in Bowling Green, Kentucky. It's been a while since I've been there. I don't know if this game, I think this game is actually down in Houston in Rice. Hilltoppers, minus 18 and a half. Give me Zappy for president, for Heisman for any awards you want to give them. This team is rolling. Uh, Rice has gone to overtime and lost their last two games against a bad Conference USA teams. 
Western Kentucky is making trash out of bad teams. I fully expect this game to go over the three touchdowns. I don't think this will be close. And Western Kentucky might hit this over themselves at 61. Give me the Hilltoppers minus 18 and a half. Let's get it rolling. I'm back on board. Yeah. I mean, You're I've already put, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm actually tempted because Rice is that bad. Yeah. And I was looking at the total two at 61. I just think I, it's just, that's a, it's not a high, it's a high number, but you're right. Western Kentucky can hit that, you know, by themselves. Bailey Zapp is a damn good QB. I think he has 37 TDs on the year, which is absolutely yeah. ridiculous. It's absurd. Um, it is absurd. And, and they have the good, the good Helton coaching them over there. I think Tyson Helton is the head coach of Western Kentucky. So at 18 and a half, uh, I'm really tempted to take I this. will preface this before you Please say do. Anything. I'm scared that we, this is a prime look ahead spot for Western Kentucky. Their next two games are going to decide if they play in the conference as a championship because it's against FAU and Marshall. So they do have a Ooh. prime. This is a prime. If you believe in them, prime look ahead spot right here. Uh, you're speaking my language then because I'm a big, big promoter. You're a look-ahead big spot. look-ahead guy. You know what? You know what? It. I'm going to take it. That's Folks, Let's ride. Ride, with, ride with the boys. Western Kentucky minus 18 and a half. I am back on this train. But, Danny, look at me in the eyes right now. If this misses again, this team is dead to not only myself. Again, it's off the pod. You cannot pick this team hey, any time for the rest of the year. Hey, all I'm saying is we're 0-2 on them. Both times they were the bankroll builder. And both times they cut the spread. That's a fair point. Okay, so, you know what? And third time is the charm, and hopefully the charm strikes with Bailey Zap at the helm. So, folks, take Western Kentucky minus 18 and a half. Look at the total of 61. I'm not going to play that, but that's a little tempting for some because I'm not going to lie to you. Danny is right. Western Kentucky is prone to hit overs by themselves because they are the epitome, the definition on offense of all gas and no, no breaks. breaks. All right, Daniel, where are we off to next? I'm going to go to the bank here. Scares me with this play. Going to the bank, building up that bankroll. Give me the Knowles, whatever their money line is. Give it to me. Um, I think this is a big get right game. Um, I don't think Miami's good. Van Dyke's been playing phenomenal. I know you guys have been talking about him on the pod. He's been playing out of his mind the last couple of weeks. But on the road, I think his good games have been at home, on the road, in Tallahassee, 3.30 kick. And with all the recruits that Norvell and Co. have bringing in this weekend, you got some big names that I don't think anyone was really expecting. That tells me they're feeling confident. This is sort of like the Notre Dame game where they're like, hey, we know this is going to be a game that we can win. We need people there. And I think they didn't win against Notre Dame. I think they close it out here against Miami. What are they at now? Plus 115? They are currently at plus 115, correct. Yeah, I think this is – I personally love this. But to tie into it, I like the over as well. I think Van Dyke's going to hit people on a couple deep routes, which, you know, we all have our own thoughts on Adam Fuller. But I love what he's been doing. The players are there to make the plays. They just aren't making them. Hopefully in this game they do. But – Charleston Rambos is a problem, but the other problem Miami has is they're tackling. And if you get Jordan Travis, you get uh, 
Corbin, you get Treshawn Ward out in space. They're not easy to tackle to start with. They're not. No, Treshawn's going to get one not. of those inside zones where he's one on one with the safety. He's going to have James Williams in there. No disrespect, that kid is going to be a stud if he plays on him or Avante. I forget which one might not play. Either way, they're their safeties. He gets downhill on them. He makes a cut. Man, I can I can just hear the war chant now. So give me the Knowles plus one fifteen plus two and a half, and give me the over sixty one. Um, I'm expecting some fireworks in Doak. So I have like it's not that flip flop. I think this game is extremely winnable, as I said like all week. I mean, I was kind of preaching the uh, let's keep it competitive, keep it close, and then you know as as I look more at this team, the Miami team, like no, we should absolutely not not only beat them. In my personal opinion, we should demolish them. And I understand that Tyler Van Dyke is is really good. I think Tyler Van Dyke actually is going to be a problem next year. I think that's this is like his first year actually fully understanding like with the playbook. But I think Rhett Lashley is going going with you know the, what's what's he's known best for with the explosive plays. You're right. I'm not. I would not be surprised if we see Jerry and Jones or Travis J or even Brownlee get burned. If they get burned, it's based off a good uh good design by Rat Lashley over there. Yeah, I completely agree with that. But that number's screaming for you to take Miami with the. Hook. It, it, yeah, it's screaming for you to take Miami. So this to me is a very, very definition of a trap game. And I'm not I like I was thinking earlier like, before we started recording that maybe, maybe I should, you know, just for the show, you know, take Miami because apparently, like, you know, whenever I, you know, take Miami for something, they lose. So, you know, I'll keep that juju going. But I can't the the garden and gold blood inside me just, like I can't do that live on a podcast. So I'm gonna ride with you on this one because I do agree with you that their defense is bad and they are dead last in tackling. Miami's offensive line is 110th in sacks allowed. We're tied for the same thing as with Jordan, but that's mainly with Mackenzie Milton taking sacks, so inflating that number. They're also 112th in quarterback hurries. With Jordan Travis, we're only 84th. And so, not only ahead. with that, yeah, not only with that, they haven't faced a defensive line with Tyler Van Dyke under center as good as ours since Michigan State. And even our line is better than Michigan State's. And they had so the quite, King too. And they had De'Aaron King, a mobile quarterback, when he was still actually was able to move. He wasn't the same speed as last year, but to me, Tyvon Dyke, he can move, he can scramble. That's fine. I'm fine with him doing that because I'd rather him gain five to six yards on the ground if it's like you know third, second and like ten or third and ten, or third and six, primarily because I don't want to see him connecting with Rambo. Because you're right, Rambo can be a damn problem because that kid's really damn good, folks. This is a game that's extremely important because we have all these kids coming in, we have all these players coming in, all the former legends, whether it be Walter Jones or as he was saying, we have Cavante Goodwin, we have Nigel Lee Kelly, Marvin Jones Jr. Kids that we need to see, we that we need to not only flip or get them committed to our school. And this is a prime spot because this Miami team isn't good. Their defense is bad. It's and that shows you the state of actually how good the team is when the head coach is calling card is a defensive coordinator. So I'm riding with Danny on this one. This this might be the, the triple down of the week because I feel super confident in this pick. Take FSU plus two and a half. Take FSU plus 115. Take the over 61. There's going to be some fireworks and dope on Saturday, and I am can't wait to watch this. I'm game. fired up. I am. Man. Let's go, baby. I'm fired up. Ooh, we're pumped up here, baby. We're pumped up. Danny, before we go to the six-shooter, I think you have one more bet for the for the folks, and um, I think it's time to let the dogs out. Yeah, dogs are barking. Shout out Baja, man, who let the dogs out. I did. Danny Domino did. Um, give me Georgia State plus 11 and a half. Coastal supposedly is not going to have McCall in um, playing. 
the coach was sort of iffy about it, but it sounds like he's looking forward. They have a bye week after this one. Looks like he's trying to get them back for Texas State in two weeks instead of this game here. Um, Georgia State just had a huge um, almost win against UL Lafayette, and uh, that was on Wednesday. But the big thing here is Georgia State has a couple extra days to prepare. They played on Tuesday. Coastal, I believe, played on Friday. They have multiple extra days to prepare. This Georgia State team's gone toe-to-toe with some of their good uh, good opponents. They're beating Auburn in the fourth quarter. Probably should have won that game. Um, T.J. Finley came out and bailed the Tigers out. They should have very well beat UL Lafayette last week. I think this team's vibe. I think this team's good. I love their game plans. They come into this. Give me Georgia State plus 11 and a half. I feel very confident in this with or without Grayson McCall. I am steering clear from this game, and it's not because of Georgia State. It's just mainly because the Sun Belt has been the no fun belt for your boy. No, it's and the fun belt, buddy. No, no, no. For your boy, it's the no fun belt. It's the NFB. I ain't gonna lie to you, my guy. And especially with Coastal last week, or I think it was the week before, absolutely boned me. And that Grayson McCall, like, if he's a game time decision. I mean, this line for Georgia State, like, I'm not, I'm surprised it's not even lower if that's the case because Georgia I State, think, right. no, they're, they're playing in. a lot better now. I think it's built in without McCall. I think if this was mm-hmm. McCall, I think it'd be over a two touchdown spread. Uh, I don't see this line dipping too much more once the word officially comes out. Because if you watch their coaches' um, press conferences, he's making it sound like, hey, he has next week as a bye week. Let's get him back for Texas State so he's back for the conference championship game. I would be shocked if McCall plays. You would be shocked. I'd be shocked. We haven't disagreed on anything today yet. Yeah, I'm not doing it here. Folks, I am not touching. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. Discipline, I can't. Buddy. I, 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 I'm taking a more disciplined approach this week, which I'm, it worked last week. Let's keep the, you know, the, the good vibes, the good energy rolling. Folks, if you want to ride with Danny, take Georgia State plus 11 and a half. And Danny, it's been a fun time. It's been a great ride. But now I think it is six shooter time. I think it's six shooter time. All you right. want to start? Do you want me to start? What do you want to you, do? Uh, you start because I'm still getting my picks together. All right, Danny. Our time together is coming to an end for the week. But we will be remiss if we did not do our six finger, six fingers, six shooter salutes <laughs> to yourself, to myself, and get the folks some more money for the whole thing. So, Danny. Let me know when you're ready to go. Give me a countdown, big dog. All right. And as always, folks, please don't forget to like, share, or subscribe either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast from. And also, if you want to see Dan's beautiful, luscious beard up close and in person on the YouTube, on the, on the computer, don't forget to hit the like button on the video. Hit the little subscribe banner. You're seeing ding the little bell. So whenever we drop new content such as this one, also we're dropping our basketball episode on Sunday as well. Myself and Dave, we're bringing triple Ds back, dunks, dribbles, and dimes. So please make sure that you hit a little bell. And Danny, you'll be going off in five, four, this, two, one, go. All right, starting off with the blue, middle Tennessee state minus 10. It's easy, fade FIU. Give me Penn State plus one and a half against Michigan. I think Michigan's a little overhyped. Haven't really beat anybody except Michigan. Or, uh, no, they lost to Michigan State. Haven't beat anybody. Penn State, Beaver Stadium, best atmosphere in the country. Give me Penn State plus one and a half. Texas A&M minus two and a half. Jimbo's, Jimbo's that guy. UTSA minus 33. Meep, meep. And Southern Miss is absolutely terrible. 
fully expect this game to easily cover that. Utah minus 24. Arizona's not good. Utah's playing for the Pac-12 title, and Arizona's probably too busy celebrating their first win in three years from last week. And give me Mike Leach, Mississippi State, plus five and a half. They are the better team against Auburn. Fade Bo Nix, baby. We're done. That had to be under a minute. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yo, you are getting fast, my guy. 49 seconds and 24 milliseconds. That is something with the quickness there, Danny. Look at you, man. Let's Look at go. you. Let's go. You may be looking hella thick right now, my guy, but you're you're quicker than than it meets the eye, my dude. That's I like hey, I like it's all hey, it's uh he's more quick than fast, right? More quick than fast. And shout out Mel Kuiper. Shout out Mel Kuiper. Now I'm gonna give you mine. All right, let me know when you're ready. All right, Danny. I got now you're, you're good, man. You're good. All right, Danny, let me know when when I'm ready to go. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, give me Syracuse plus three. Just, I think Dino Babers is the best coach of Scott Satterfield, and I think that team has given up. I think that team is just not very good anymore. Next, give me Northwestern, Wisconsin, under 41. I have a bias. Big 10 offenses suck, and I'm just going to go with that because Northwestern might not even pl- score more than seven points. And next, give me BC plus one and a half because in today's day and age, Georgia Tech is a terrible team with terrible defense, and BC has Phil Dracovic back. Next, give me FAU, ODU, over 48 and a half. I'm going to hit that well again. FAU, good offense. Decent defense and ODU was big winners last week. Scoring high. Love to see it. Next, give me NC State plus 102, the money line to win outright against Wake Forest. Wake Forest, I think, comes is coming off a very heartbreaking loss, and I don't think they'll be able to come back from it very well. And next, give me Washington State plus 14 to beat, sorry, to cover against Oregon because Oregon is just not a good team, and Wazoo is they're solid, my guy. Man, you were pretty good there, too. I got you at just under 54 seconds. Damn, you beat me by five seconds. I ain't gonna lie to you, Danny. You're uh, you're the quicker one of the two of us. I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm sad. South Dakota State just lost. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Danny is also an avid college basketball fan, and he has been the entire show. If you can't tell with the editing, he has been watching this South Dakota State game while we're at, we're recording this. But folks, thank y'all so much for loving sport. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, you know we love you. We're here to help you guys out. Help. Thick boys helping to thicken up your wallets. And today, we actually didn't disagree on much more today, which is actually... Yeah, I don't think we had uh, odds with the odds at all today. Which is either going to be a really good thing or just a really bad thing. (laughs) And hopefully, it's the former folks. Once again, thank you so much for the support. And as always, we love you. We can't wait to see you on Monday. On Sunday, be on the lookout for a basketball-centric episode as we cover... Dave and I cover the Florida FSU game. And as always, go Noles. And we'll see you all next time. I'll lock on Seminoles, baby. Miami.